Hey guys, welcome back to the Old Christian Podcast. Thank y'all for watching both online, live, and listening with through podcasts, whether that be Spotify, Apple, Google, you name it. I'm just glad that you're listening. So um, we've been going through a couple of series. We finished the entire book of Matthew. We're working our way through Romans now. We're actually almost done. We've only got a few more chapters. Yeah, yeah um, it's crazy. Yeah, it, it is, isn't it? Um, but this episode is not going to be about Romans or Matthew or uh, covering a biblical chapter. No, this. What's well, it going to be, Nighthawk? What now? Well, I said, what's it going to be, Nighthawk? This is going to be about something very prevalent in our society today. So um, somebody reached out to me on Instagram. They saw a video that I had made um, on the topic of homosexuality and watched my live get banned. <laughs> um, <laughs> and no, so, it happened to me once, dude. It was stupid. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't doubt it. Um, so somebody saw one of my videos. They saw my opinion. They said, hey. Uh, I'm a Christian member of the LGBTQ+, and they said, I really think you should check out this documentary called 1946. <laughs> well, I mean, legitimately, I mean, they they, uh, they were very nice about it and respectful, and so that's what yeah. I did. Um, they said, check out, it's called 1946, The Mistranslation That Shifted the Culture. And so I'll, because they were so respectful, I said, you know what, yeah, sure, I'll, I'll watch it, um, and I'll, I'll look at it with an unbiased lens, and I'll see, I'll see what I think about it. And, uh, and so they were appreciative, and, and so... That's what I did. So that's what this is going to be about. So if you uh, wait, but didn't it not come out or something yet? Well, we'll get to that. <laughs> okay. So yeah. So um, if you've been on TikTok or you've you've been in, I guess, online anywhere, you've probably heard of the mistranslation that supposedly occurred um, online. I've read about a lot before this. Uh, I guess research. It was a lot of KJV. Supposedly there was a mistranslation. Um, but anyways, so. This this documentary or this documentary, sorry, um, it's it tells the tale of a 21 year old seminary student um, that found an error, a mistranslation in the RSV translation in 1971. Okay, so supposedly all English translations, according to this this documentary, supposedly all English translations followed the mistranslated RSV. Mm-hmm. And so, what exactly was the mistranslation supposedly according to this documentary? It was that translators wrongfully used the word homosexual when Paul used the Greek word arsenokoitai. And so about now, here's the thing, Codis, you talked about it just a second ago. I, I dug deep into this thing. OK. Um, and turns out it's not a real document. Uh, it's not a real documentary. Mm-hmm. I, um, I, I do want to point out, too. So yeah. you said the translation took uh, what time period? Uh, so the. The story takes place in the, the 50s to the 70s. So the, the seminary student was in, uh, it was, he discovered it in 1971. Yeah, I, I do have a Bible with me. It's from 1920, uh, roughly, and it's the teacher's edition. And it, so technically, so it was mistranslated probably, mm-hmm. whatever they think, as whatever time. But this Bible says the exact same thing as it would today. I just want to point that out. Like this Bible yeah. is older than when they said it was mistranslated. Yeah. So the, I don't know. I guess yeah. we'll get more into that later, but mm-hmm. yeah. I just wanted to point that out real quick. And that, that's a very, so uh, anyway, so we'll, we'll talk about it. So it's not a real documentary uh, or documentary. I don't know why I keep saying documentary. Uh, it's not a real documentary. Um, it is, but it hasn't come out yet. So um, it's in production currently, the show is, but they released a lot of interviews. They released a lot of, uh, they have a website where they talk about a lot of their main points. Um, and so that is what I looked at. Be- be- like I said, because I couldn't watch the documentary because it has not actually come out yet. 
even though it's funny because like everybody that's always told me to watch it, like on TikTok or like in the Instagram and stuff, they always made it sound like they watched it, but it hasn't come out yet. So, um, but anyways, so I watched the interviews, I looked at the website, all that fun stuff. Um, so yeah, so let's talk about it. So the, the, the big thing, the big wha-bam, um, the mistranslation, the word that Paul created was arsenikoitai, right? Um, and so let's cool look word. At, yeah, let's look at the word arsenikoitai, which I need to pull up these verses before I uh, get into it. Codus, tell me about <laughs> Distract me. So, okay. So if you, you know, had to survive on only three things for the rest of your life, and say you were on an island, okay, you can't get anything else, you're stuck with these three things, and you had to survive, what mm-hmm. would you pick? I personally, utility knife, can never go wrong with those, a swift army knife, you know, um, let's go with even maybe a tent, you know, because you never know when you need a tent. Sure. And then my third thing I'm going to go with is probably a, let's see, a, um, um, you know, a fishing pole. Okay, interesting. So, yeah. what are you gonna do for? Uh, okay, never mind. I'll, I'll answer my question, or I'll, I'll answer it um, while I'm pulling up these verses. Um, it's kind of difficult because I'm using one finger, but um, so. Oh, I can I can distract longer if you need. No, I'm actually really impressed that you just kind of whip that out like really quick. I only um, got questions on standby. I got you. Um, <laughs> so, I would probably, I would definitely have a knife, like a Swiss Army knife, like you're talking about. Um, or any kind of knife, really. Um, and then I would probably have, I don't want to say flint and steel because that's pretty difficult, honestly. So I would, yeah. if, if this is a make-believe situation, I would definitely have like a, uh, I don't know, like a never-ending lighter. <laughs> I get that, I get that. Either that, I mean, I guess any lighter would do, even if it, it doesn't, because then I can just keep the fire going, right? But yeah. uh, then, so a knife, a lighter, you said a fishing pole. Yeah. Um, that's 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 pretty good. I think I'm gonna have to go with something like a, um, I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go with something like hunting related. So maybe like a spear, because like my, my I got the utility me. knife for that. I'll get a branch. I'll cut it down. That's use true. the knife on the thing and make a spear. That's true. Um, then that's what I'm saying, I've been thinking about this question for years because you never know. <laughs> I'll bring my Bible. How about that? That's my third thing. I was going to say that, but like, yeah. I don't know. I feel like I'd lose it or get it dirty outside. You know, They make waterproof versions. Like the pages are waterproof, so you can get that one. So I can uh-huh. cry when I'm reading my Bible? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I got Anyway. It. So back to the, the topic here. So Back to uh, reality. Oh, anyway. Yep. So Paul created this word called arsenokoitai. And so it's found in two references in the Bible. It's found in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 9. And it's also found in 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 10. So we're going to look at those verses. So we're going to look at 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 9, where it says, Don't you realize that those who do wrong will not inherit the kingdom of God? Don't fool mm-hmm. yourselves. Those who indulge in sexual sin or worship idols or commit adultery or are male prostitutes or practice homosexuality, um, this is going to be verse 10, or are thieves, greedy people, drunkards, abusive, or cheat people, none of these will inherit the kingdom of God. So why do Christians single out homosexuality? I honestly don't know, like, do they just skip all the other sins that are here? Probably because they want to, you know, deal out a lot of, uh, they'd rather judge people than deal with their own sins. Mm-hmm. Fine. Um, but yeah, so homosexuality is listed here. Um, <clears throat> and again, the word is arsenokoitai, right? And so yeah. um, I'm going to talk a little bit more about what those uh, individual words in Greek mean. 
But in the meantime, I'm going to look at First Timothy chapter 1, and it's going to be verse 10. Um, and I'm reading from the NLT, so New Living Translation, which is a translated thought for thought. But um, if you want to get ESV, it's translated word for word. Um, and it would say, uh, man shall not sleep with man or lie with man. That's a more accurate translation. But anyway. yeah, that's what my CBS or CSB says. Yeah. Um, so <coughs> so First Timothy chapter 1, verse 10 says, The law is for people who are sexually immoral or who practice homosexuality or are slave traders, liars, promise breakers, or who do anything that contradicts the wholesome teaching teaching that comes from the glorious good news entrusted to me by our blessed God. So again, homosexuality is listed. It's not the only thing listed. So again, Christians oftentimes will Mm -hmm. single out other people's sins instead of dealing with their own. But again, it is listed. So. Um, so let's talk about the word. So the English translations uh, say either man shall not sleep with man or homosexuality, right? Um, mm. So what does the word arson of time mean? So the first part of it is arson. Uh, that directly translates to Greek, which, by the way, Fire. Uh, if you want to have a free um, English to Greek or Greek to English translation uh, of the Bible, then I highly recommend there's an app. It's called Literal Word. Spelled L I T E R A L um, word. You can find it in the App Store. I imagine it's on Google Play as well. <clears throat> um, but super simple. Like you, it literally pulls up a Bible in English, and like um, if you press a button at the top right, it'll show you each word in Greek um, if you tap the word. So it's really neat, really cool, super informative. Um, but anyways, so they also sell books if you want to buy a book. But anyways, so then so arson means male, and then koite uh, means lying, like uh, lying down. So. Uh, it directly translates to men who lie with a male. And so that's why modern translations, it says like yours code, it will say men shall not lie with men um, kind of thing. So, um, but yeah, so but let's talk about this a little bit more. Okay, so the, the word arsenokoitai, like it's only found in those two references. Again, 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 9 and 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 10. But the Old Testament, when it's translated in Greek, has two verses with both, ar- with, sorry, with both arson and koite in it and they appear in this and they appear in the same verses my throat's acting up but so the only two verses in the old testament that have both arson and koite in it are leviticus 18 22 and leviticus 20 verse 13 and again this is when the old testament is translated to greek which is what paul would be speaking so you probably read greek as well right and what do leviticus 18 22 and leviticus 20 verse 13 say those are the two verses in Leviticus that state that homosexuality is detestable and that homosexuality is an abomination. And so even though Paul created the word arsenokoitai in the Greek language, those two uh, compounds, or sorry, those two um, components of the words are found together. So it, it's not uncommon, um, or rather it's not a, a stretch for us to assume that that's what he was meaning by it, um, because we have historical context to the word that he created. So. Um, anyways, so yeah, so yes, Paul did create the word, um, but the two component words found together in two different mosaic or, uh, found together. I'm going to start that over. So yes, Paul created the, the word, arsenokoitai, uh, but the two component words are found together in two different mosaic prohibitions of homosexuality. So completely logical to conclude that. Um, and so now let's talk about it more. So that's just my first point. I've got seven. So, and this Ooh, is okay. all- from the, the supposed uh, documentary of the mistranslation. So point number two, even if it was a mistranslation, okay, today's translators all agree that this Greek word arsenokoitai references sexual behavior of homosexuals. 
And so these are all educated individuals that have looked mm-hmm. at the original Greek and they have, you know, all pointed to the same conclusion that it means um, sodomy or uh, homosexuality, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, what else we got? So then let's look at the third point. So again, let's say it was a mis- uh, let's say it was mistranslated. So what about Matthew 19 verses four through six? when Jesus teaches that marriage is between a man and a woman. So this is, of course, referencing uh, creation with Adam and Eve, right? It's it also talks about in, that in Genesis, how man yep. is supposed to grow up and leave the house and go to a woman. Yeah, that's, that's definitely a biblical principle is that um, when we, we leave and cleave is what the, uh, the saying I've heard from that is uh, leave our, our parents and we cleave to our spouse. So, um, but yeah, so, so Jesus, um, indirectly condemns homosexuality by saying that marriage ought to be between a man and woman. Um, and so now let's, let's talk about sex, right? So sex it, biblically is only within the context of marriage. And so let's just, I don't care if you're straight, gay or whatever, if you're having sex outside of marriage, that's a sin, right? Mm-hmm. And so within marriage, again, biblically, that is, it needs to be within the context of marriage, sex does. So, um, and marriage is between a man and a woman, uh, biblically that is. And so, Let's, uh, let's look at the next part. So point number four in Mark chapter seven, verse 21. So the Greek word here is porneia, right? So notice the root word porn there. Um, this is where we get it from, by the way. Um, it means sexual immorality, okay? So um, Jesus' Jewish listeners, when Jesus was speaking in Mark chapter seven, they would have heard this word porneia and they would have understood this to be referencing the prohibited sexual behaviors found in Leviticus. Because again, all of the people he was speaking to at this time in Mark chapter seven, they were all Jews and they were all very familiar with the words said in their Jewish law because they had to, they had to mm-hmm. memorize Jewish law. They had yeah. to memorize all 600. They didn't have a Google. Exactly. So they had to memorize all their laws. Otherwise, if they didn't memorize them, they were going to break them. Right. And so how, uh, yeah. So, um, so they knew exactly what he was talking about when he was referencing pornea again, sexual immorality. And so this would have included, and it's not limited to, but this would have included homosexuality found again in Leviticus 18, 22 and Leviticus 20 verse 13. So, Let's talk about Romans chapter 1, uh, verse 26 through 27. This is where Paul, again, the author who created Arsenokoitai, references homosexuality, but with a different word than Arsenokoitai. Okay, so in the New Testament, there's a bunch of different references talking about homosexuality. Of course, we talked about 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 9. We talked about 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 10. Um, this one, um, well, sorry, both of those two had the word Arsenokoitai in it. But this one in the New Testament, which again written by Paul, was Romans chapter 1, verse 26 and 27 does not use the word arsenokortai. So, um, while I, let me, what did I say? I got to look it up. I want to read it. Um, Romans 1, that's what it is. So, this one, again, does not mention the word arsenokortai. So, what does it then say? Well, verse 26, it says, So that is why God abandoned them to their shameful desires, even the women turn against the natural way to have sex and instead indulge in sex with each other. And the men, instead of having normal sexual relations with women, burned with lust for each other. Men did shameful things with other men, and as mm-hmm. a result of the sin, they suffered within themselves the penalty that they deserved. So without using the word arsenokoitai, Paul very descriptively shows that, biblically speaking, it is a sin to engage in homosexual behavior. Um, well, yeah, that's as simple as I need to say it. Um, but he, he, I mean, he writes it out word for word. He doesn't say homosexual. You know what he says here in this verse is uh, men sleeping with men, sin, women sleeping with women. It's a sin. Um, so that is clear as day in Romans chapter one. And again, without yeah. using the word in question. Um, and so this, this, 
it's kind of interesting because when I watched the, not the documentary, but of course, because it, the documentary never came out yet. Um, when I watched the interviews, when I watched, or when I looked at the website and, I, and all this fun stuff, um, their main point was like, the word arsenokoitai, it was mistranslated. It's supposed to mean pedophilia. Um, they, yeah, I've heard that one quite a bit. Yeah, well, there, there's no indication of that whatsoever, but that's their main point. Um, and so it's just interesting how, you know, forgetting the entirety of the context of the Bible, they focus on this one. And like, even then, like the, mm. um, from my understanding, the, the, the seminary student that discovered it, he wasn't even saying that it, it wasn't a sin. He was just pointing out that the RSV version supposedly mistranslated it. Um, and so like this, this, this documentary, there's these people that are, uh, are creating this documentary. They just kind of ran with it and, and really disregarded the rest of the Bible. Um, like, I mean, I've already told you outside of what they're, they're talking about. I mean, I've already given you like five references that talk about it. Uh, yeah. but anyways, so then I want to talk, talk about this. Okay. So that's, All right. those are my, that's like the last point of, um, the documentary and like stuff that I saw. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do want to talk about this. So in second Timothy, um, again, Timothy is the letter with which Paul, um, is writing to his disciple, who is Timothy. And so it's going to be in second Timothy chapter four, and it's going to be verses three through four. And it says, for a time is coming when people will no longer listen to sound and wholesome teaching, teaching. Yeah. They will follow. Yeah. They will follow their own desires and will look for teachers who will tell them whatever their itching ears want to hear. They will reject the truth and chase after myths. So I think Paul hit the uh, the hail on the net. The hail on the net. The what? Are you good? Yeah, he hit yeah, the nail on the flipped. head here, and he uh, obviously, being uh, God breathed, God inspired, he uh, he called it. So um, people are definitely, you know, looking for their ears <laughs> to be tickled here. Um, and then I also want to point out that Codus, you and I, we talk about uh, the verse that says, "If you want to pick up your cross, right?" Yeah. Uh, so. In Matthew chapter 16, verse 24, it says that if we want to be followers of Jesus, we must deny ourselves and pick up our cross. Yeah. So the Bible isn't about you. So we need to let the, we need to let the Bible change us, not we change it. Oh, you can't change a book that was meant to change you. That's right. And so that's, Call what, out. that's what the people today are trying to do. Is that, this is what, yeah. So mm-hmm. um, for the person that asked me to make a video of this, um, I'm sorry that you have believed a lie. Um, but it's, uh, it, yeah, it's definitely, uh, a documentary that shouldn't come out solely because it's just preaching false doctrine. Um, and you know, as a, I forget the verse that says it, but, um, teachers will be held more accountable, um, if they mislead Mm -hmm. people, of course. And so the, uh, the people responsible for making that film, God will judge them as if, you know, or he will judge them like, uh, what we're looking for. Uh, he will he will hold them accountable. There we go. Yeah, yeah. It's better to just put yourself in a lake with a rock on your chain to your foot. It says. Yeah, then a millstone hanging around your neck. Yeah, there it is. I'm like, yeah, yeah, There's something like that. So you got you got the premise. So yeah, um, but yeah, that is that that is the 1946 mistranslation that shifted a culture, um, and I mean, nothing about it is. Uh, Really based on facts, other than the fact that Paul created the word arson of Yeah. So, um, but, you know, I, I enjoyed the, the study of it. I will say that. So thanks, person that DM'd me on Instagram about it. Um, so, but yeah. Pretty good. I like that. 
Yeah, Curtis, any uh, any thoughts? Nothing that I got of right now. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, I wanted to make sure it was thorough. Um, mm-hmm. Just because Definitely I know a, a lot of people focus on this and use it as their main argument against the Bible these days. But well, all right. Um, Curtis, you want to uh, yeah. close it? Um, yeah, so is it the, the, the prayer one? You want me to just say God's speak? You just you close it however you want to close it. All right. Well, uh, do you have the do you have the, the thingy? Uh, I, 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 yeah, I've got the thingy. All right. Well, so if you've heard this message and you've realized maybe I have been, you know, listening to these lies, maybe I have been listening to these these, these fake ideas that aren't even real. Maybe I've been blinded by Satan. Maybe he's put a blindfold over my eyes, making me believe things that aren't even real. And you're like, okay, well, what next? How do I? find the truth how do i realize what's real and what's not real what's the next step codis well i well sorry english is tough but uh, yeah well i have a little prayer that can kind of help you get started that can kind of help bring jesus into your life and hopefully help help you get flooded with the holy spirit and the holy spirit will help you discern what is true and what's false um and the little prayer i have it's uh, jared jared yes for you yeah all right, so uh, go ahead and pray this prayer with me if you uh, want to pray this prayer. But Dear God, thank you for, for sending your son to die on the cross for my sin. Please forgive me. Come into my life and change me. You are my Lord and my Savior. Please help me to live for you and for the rest of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. So, Amen. If, uh, if you prayed that prayer, there is no specific prayer that you have to pray, by the way. There's no yeah. there's no right or wrong way to pray. Um, there is a better way to pray, but for a salvational prayer, you know, it doesn't really matter. So what matters is the condition of your heart. So yeah. if, uh, if you genuinely want to believe and you genuinely want to change your life and take our testimonies as word for it, it really does change your life for the better. Um, so, Codis. With that being said, go to hold God's speed.